You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Quest there. Uh, we broke our uh, our string this morning of just cars music because I got Patrick Tui with me, who's the director of municipal uh, policy there at the Show Me Institute, and uh, he wanted to hear "Money" by Pink Floyd. Patrick, what in the world are you talking about this morning? I think I might buy me a football team. <laughs> yeah, Stan Kroenke. I've got Stan Kroenke on the line here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know what? When I saw the story come across here that uh, Wentzville may end up uh, partnering with if, effectively a company operated or controlled by Stan Kroenke somehow. Uh, I, I was a little surprised. How's that going to fly? Uh, well, uh, not well, it seems. So, so first of all, the, uh, for your listeners that aren't familiar, and, and we've talked to you for years about uh, special taxing districts, um, basically Missouri law allows – uh, private developers or hotels, existing businesses, to charge an additional sales tax or property tax, which the consumer uh, pays, obviously, at the point of sale. So that's nothing new. It's not good. It's out of control. They're not transparent, and oftentimes there, there isn't voter support for it, but, but it's nothing new. Uh, what I liked about this story is that people are getting upset that Wentzville is, is doing one of these but because the developer is uh, a partnership, including Stan Kroenke, I love the irony, which is someone like Kroenke, who has his entire professional life raked in millions of dollars of taxpayer funds, um, might be the guy that, that gets legislators to pay attention and say, oh, we've, we've got to stop doing this. Yeah, I you know people bristle at just at the name of Stan Kroenke these days, and and because because uh, we're trying to fight this in court here, it's possible I was told that if if we end up keeping this in St. Louis's trial, Stan Kroenke and even Roger Goodell and some others might be dragged into a courtroom here in St. Louis to testify over this whole lawsuit about the Rams leaving St. Louis. Uh, so that's going to that's going to make for some interesting uh, headlines. It it will. My hope, and I've been instructed that this is uh, pie in the sky, okay. is that St. Louisans would learn a lesson. Oh like, no! These people come into town. They make wild promises. They they make you build things for them, and then when they want to leave, because the city owns the stadium and because the city has horribly negotiated all these con- uh, contracts, you're left holding the bag, or perhaps the stadium. And um, uh, there is a new franchise coming to town, and the deal is not um, is not much different than, than what we've offered previous teams. No, not at all. So, so what would they have in the end if this project happened? What would Wentzville end up with? So uh, Wentzville wants to build a... Uh, a recreation complex for, I, I want to say, uh, it's a $23 million complex, or maybe it's closer to $40 million. And, and so what they've done is they've kind of drawn a, a circle around a shopping center and said everybody within the circle is going to pay a, an additional 1% tax um, 
30 or 40 percent of it will go to these developers that will use that income to pay for bonds. And those bonds will be used to build the complex. Uh, the, one of the things that people are upset about is that that, that circle on the map uh, that will collect the 1% tax will include uh, businesses that are in competition with uh, the, the new shops that are built, right? But, yeah. but again, this is nothing new. Like, w- we subsidize uh, Walmarts um, all over Missouri uh, that are in competition with grocery stores and hardware stores <laughs> that, do pay, that do pay sales taxes, that do pay property taxes. Yeah. So I, I completely uh, understand why people are upset about this, but I want to kind of point around the state and say, you know, we've been doing this all over and we've been doing it for years. Well, we have, and, and we've talked about it on this show many times, how, it, particularly in the case of the Walmarts, right? The, they build a box store, the, they stay there till the tax credits run out, and then they wait for the next great offer and they move it two miles down the road to the next town. Town number one's left with a large empty space that they've got to try to fill. Yeah, so Walmart wanted to build some uh, stores in, in my neighborhood in Kansas City, and the neighbors were all upset. And one of the reasons they used to oppose it was, you know, the use of economic development incentives. And Walmart said, no, no, we're not asking for them this time, as if that was a feature. Like, private business operates privately, and we're all supposed to be excited about it. Like, no, that's, that's what should happen. But to your point, we've so distorted expectations in Missouri. Uh, every business thinks they should get a handout. Every team owner assumes they should get tax dollars. That when somebody comes along and doesn't want it, it's newsworthy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, Wentzville, again, it's shocking, it's unfortunate, but it's not new. Well, and uh, wow, Stan Kroenke could have an, a hand in another project. That's just, um, uh, I think that's going to shock a lot of people when they hear that name thrown around. Interesting. I'm glad we could we could uh, get that out to uh, to the listeners. Patrick, um, I, I know we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but I, I went to the Show Me uh, website earlier, and one of the headlines that caught my attention was the piece from one of your analysts on the low-income housing tax credits. Yeah. Which I so, think uh, con- confuses, I think it confuses a lot of people, but the first thing I think of is Eric Greitens and the whole the whole uh, cabal and the mess that brought him down, I, tr- I still believe to this day, was linked to the fact that he impacted or tried to stop uh, the money flowing through these low-income housing tax credits. So low-income housing tax credit is, is one of these types of government programs that does very little but has a great name. And people think, well, why are you against building houses for low-income families? <laughs> right, right. Plenty of states meet the needs of low-income families without having this tax credit. It's one of Missouri's biggest tax credit. And for years, auditors in Missouri, Republican and Democrat alike, have said, listen, only about... 36 to 42 cents out of every tax credit dollar is actually used to build low-income housing. And so we're looking at it. You're absolutely right. It's very confusing. And and certainly in the last few years, it evokes a lot of uh, different unrelated images. Uh, You know, Elias is trying to uh, spell out in in several different blog posts what's going on, explain the program. Mm -hmm. But Missouri can meet the needs of affordable, of families who need affordable housing Without this system, this system just makes a lot of wealthy developers and brokers even more wealthy. Well, and and to drive that number home, 
since the late 80s when this program got started. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like a billion dollars has flown has, has kind of flowed into this program. Uh, not all to one person, obviously, but to people who've been able to take these credits that that otherwise would have been paid to the state of Missouri in in, in taxes. Correct. Yes. And, and over that same period of time. And so here's the important part. We haven't solved the problem, right? We haven't, right. We haven't increased the amount of affordable housing. What we, we've got the same problem we had before, and we're much poorer for it. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's, got a great, it's got a great name. It doesn't live up to the promise of the program name. But sometimes we've got to, and you have this all the time in, in politics, right? The Patriot Act. How could you be against the Patriot Act? Well, lots of reasons. Uh, uh, but, but it's a long, slow education process. And, and frankly, uh, Governor Greitens was great to uh, stick to his promise and, and Governor Parson, too, to say, I want real reform before we uh, before we reinstitute this program. And and we haven't seen that real reform. I hope that these politicians stick by their word and, and make sure that taxpayers are respected. It's a great point. And I direct people to showmeinstitute.org. You can read more about that. It's good to educate yourself on it because I just have a sneaking suspicion this story is going to rear its head again here shortly. I'm just, I'm just saying. Patrick Tui, thank you for your time. It's my pleasure, Mark. Good to see you. You bet, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Of course, uh, there with the Show Me Institute, showmeinstitute.org. Go to their website. You can read more on that story.